Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So just when you think the old professor might have done his dash servicing New Zealand rugby's needs, another chapter in the legacy of Wayne Smith is to come. This morning, New Zealand rugby has announced that Wayne Smith will take a role on mentoring and supporting the respective head coaches and enhancing the quality of coaching delivery across the two teams. Those two teams being the All Blacks and the Black Ferns. And whilst he has already started working with Black Ferns Director of Rugby, Alan Bunting, he won't commence his role with the All Blacks until after the World Cup in France when Scott Robertson replaces Ian Foster. Izzy Dagg is the host of our breakfast show here, of course. His 66 Test All Black played under both Wayne Smith and Razor Robertson. Izzy, first of all, uh, how's the health? Because um, you've had an op. Uh, how are you bearing up? Yeah, cheers, Smithy. Thanks for having me on, mate. Um, everything's you're going good. Just trying to get this bloody swelling down and you know, getting used to these bloody crutches. But um, no, it's it's all good. I'm I'm going to be home today and rest up and, and recover and, and get ready to get back on Monday, mate. But I was just listening to your sermon about Tohu. I grew up with Tohu. I played with Tamatea and it was good to see them going back to, to Waipatu Marae last night and connecting back with Tohu's whanau and and as Iwi, and I know you've got a big connection with uh, with Tohu as well, so that was an awesome sermon, mate. What a big weekend for sport in Hawke's Bay, eh? It's going to be a beauty. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute fantastic. I've never been to a live NRL game, and I'm going tomorrow night, awesome. and um, I'm, I, I cannot wait for it, Izzy. I, I know, you know, we'd love to have 20,000. McLean Park doesn't have that capacity, but it'll be packed to the gunnels, and it'll be something uh, very special, mate. So thanks for that. Hey, um what did you make of this, uh, this appointment, uh, Wayne Smith? To me, the good news about it is no one else can have him. We've got him again. So no one else can say, say hey, Wayne Smith, um, to be perfectly honest, mate, we don't want you going anywhere else. So what, what have you made of this news? Oh, no surprises, uh, Smithy. Like, um, he just can't give it up. He just can't step away from the game. He can't keep his fingers in, entrenched into the game that he loves. Like, I mean, when I uh, finished up and... 2017, I think it was, and he was retiring then. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'll put up a photo on my, ins- my Instagram and send thank you for your service to New Zealand Rugby. He's come back out of retirement five times since then. So I'm not surprised, and I can understand why he's, he's uh, you know, offered his um, experience to New Zealand coaching. Look, he's, he's just... He's the professor for a reason. You don't get that kind of title for nothing because he's very innovative with his with his way of, of coaching. He he looked at different ways the game should be played, and I think that's where New Zealand rugby has been lacking. And you look at the innovation that the Black Ferns were able to do in about nine months' time. They they went from being easy beats to world beaters and world champions. So I think it's a huge coup for for New Zealand rugby and. I know Wayne Smith and, and Scotty Robinson with that Crusaders history, the background, I think that would have been quite an easy conversation for him to come back. So, like you said, mate, we're, we're going to keep him here. We don't want to offer any experience overseas. And I know England would have been dying to get him over there, but um, he's very loyal. And that's the one thing I love about Smithy. He shows his loyalty and he wants to improve. And I'm not surprised, Smithy. 
Do you think uh, that New Zealand rugby, as a, a sense of protocol, would have gone to Alan Bunting, would have gone to uh, Ray, Razor Robertson and said, listen, this is what we're thinking of doing. Do you approve or do you think we're, they would have just said, this is what we're doing? Full stop. I think I think it would have been the other way around, Smithy. I think um, Scotty Razor and, and Alan Bunting would have been doing their very best to to get him back. Um, I think they would have planted the conversations with New Zealand Rugby and, and just said, look, we need this guy. I know he said he's going to finish up. He wants to spend time with Trish and Trevor Run and his camper boat go boating. But the reality is they know what he can offer to this team and, and to New Zealand Rugby. Like, he just comes with success with he Like, he, everything he does, he brings the best out of players. He's got a really good mouse of, of identifying talent around the globe, around the world, around around New Zealand in our own backyard. So oh, I think it was the other way, and they would have done everything possible to to try and um, find a position for him. And it's just going to be interesting how this position is played out. And I can understand Smithy will, will, wouldn't be too hands-on. He would allow these coaches to to forge their own careers, but I think you'll have a good, you know, just a voice in their ear and offering them solutions, different ideas, and, and maybe a bit of innovation for how the game should be played. So I think it was the other way, Smithy. Okay, so we've had some very respected men in New Zealand rugby over the years. I go way, way back to, to Fred Allen, to JJ Stewart, right the way through um, the likes of uh, Sir Brian Lahore, um, those kind yep. of people who have been coach head coaches. What is it about Wayne Smith? Uh, in terms of his relationship with the players, etc., that makes him so acceptable and so successful? Oh, I, I was very lucky. Uh, 2011, I got um, I got injured, mate, and I was in the World Cup uh, kind of frame, but I tore my quad, and oh, like I was living by myself down here in Christchurch. I didn't really know where I was going and, and what I wanted to do. I was only 20 years of age, so I was very young. But he... Um, he, he he made it his uh, project or his desire to, to get me under his wing. So he'd invite me around and cook me dinner every week. Um, he'd offer me um, some, some work on that I could be doing while I'm injured. He uh, he just had that genuine care. I know it's brought up quite a lot. When a coach really cares about you, and I think that's why I can talk about Razor, like, it's, it goes above and beyond what, what just goes on on the field. And I think that's... What's uh, what's Smithy's biggest attribute, and he's demanding, mate. Oh my, he's probably the most demanding coach I've ever, ever, ever uh, played for. Like training, and I always wondered why he'd do this, but trainings were hard, hard, mate. They were so ruthless. Everyone was trying to fight each other. You know, you're just building all that competition within training. But then when you got to the test match, when we were having to relive those scenarios that Smithy put us under in so much pressure in training, it was actually easy. So I think um, for Smithy, he's just and he's very innovative with his with his thought processes and and the way the game should be played. Um, at, when we're playing rugby, mate, you've seen it for the last six or seven years. The game is, hasn't evolved at all. It's been the same game plan. It's been the, the same kind of structures that that game should be played. But I think with his thought about the game, he's constantly looking at new ideas. How we should change this picture? Should we attack like this? His innovation on on counter attack. He's He's world-class, so he's just got a wonderful uh, rugby mind and, and brain. And, and uh, look, it'll be interesting to see how much input he has on those teams. I think it's a bit more of a mental role for those coaches. But uh, no doubt, Smithy, um, 
you know, Razor and Alan Bunting will be tapping into that uh, their resume and, and trying to get everything out of him because he has got some gold uh, stuck in that little book of his. Interesting too, um, you know, when he speaks, people listen. I mean, just the other day, for instance, he said, "Look, uh, uh, for the first time in my life, I turned off." I turned rugby, I changed to a documentary uh, in the middle of the game because I'm sick of the rolling mall and I'm sick of the whistle and I'm sick of the arm, referee's arm going out. Um, and all of a sudden, that's a headline. <laughs> when Smithy speaks, you shut up. I'll tell you that right now. I've been uh, grabbed that many times from that uh, from Smithy. But maybe it's just, that's just the way he thinks. And he gets people thinking about, okay, maybe he's onto something here. Do we need to change something? And it creates debate. He's not saying it for for just nothing. He's actually uh, really concerned about the game and and the way it should be played. So look, that, that's just the respect that he's that he's earned and he, and he warrants after what he's done for so, such a long time. But look, I just can't believe he's, he's coming back and doing it. When I read that headline this morning, I was thinking, Smithy, poor Trish. She's, she just wants to relax and have her husband, but you're constantly just going back. But mate, it wouldn't be New Zealand rugby without um, Wayne Smith involved. So. Look, he, he demands respect, and you never you want to, really want to get on the wrong side of him, mate. A bit like yourself, you're a bit of a Yeah, you're good on you. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. Izzy, uh, you're laid up, of course, and uh, uh, post-operation, so you won't be able to uh, attend this fantastic function today in Christchurch, where uh, the Crusaders launched their, their, um, their Hall of Fame with their first three uh, inductees. Wonderful concept. And I'm just yeah. uh, wondering who Israel Dag thinks. Um, it can't be you because you can't get there. So who are the first three, you reckon? <laughs> um... I kind of I know the first three, Smithy. I can't. I, I'll oh. probably give it away if I announce it. <laughs> um, okay. Look, I I think like this, this is a great debate because you know what warrants immortality or, or you know the Hall of Fame. I think there's a lot of debate that's going to go into it. The select panels has have done a great job, but I think it's you've got to look to when this crusade started. And, and the people that were involved to get this team to where they are now, the foundations, the footprint, like I think that's going to be the starting point for tonight. You think of the, the quality players. Like you Imagine trying to pick that, Smithy. I think you'd have a hard mm. time trying to select that, uh, that Hall of Fame. So I think tonight's going to be a huge successful night. I've seen all the auction packages, and they're going to raise some good money for I Am Hope. But I think you'll be... Um, Pretty impressed with the the names that'll be rattled off, and uh, a great night to celebrate Crusader success. But I, I know it, mate. Who do you think it is? Uh, look, we had a crack yesterday. We asked people to come in. We had a mixture, honestly, probably uh, probably seven or eight names uh, over as a nucleus. The names of uh, well, Wayne Smith himself, of course, Robbie Deans, Richie McCaw in there early, DC in there early, Reuben Thorne came up, Tom Black, uh, Todd Blackadder came up. Um, so, you know, there's any number there, um, as you say, uh, we're probably thinking a, a little bit too recent because uh, it started back in 1996. So we don't know. We wouldn't expect you to tell us anyway, as you know that you know anyway. But what we do expect is uh, that, uh, that that you get well as soon as possible, mate. And, uh, uh, you know, put Trish Smith, I mean, she, she should give uh, Daisy Dagg a call. Uh, because um, uh, I think they've got a lot in common in terms of their husbands being away and out of out of service, to be perfectly honest. Oh, feel free, mate. She's dropped the kids off. She's doing everything, and I'm just uh, being an absolute slob. But I'll be back, Smithy. I'll have a new knee, and I'll be hitting 78 at Bridge Park soon. 
Good on you, man. Look forward to it. Uh, hey, thanks for being available to us this morning. Good chat. Cheers, Ozzy. Cheers, man.